Let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing a podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, send it to all your friends that you know. Facebook and Twitters and YouTubes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yeah. Good old YouTube. Back in my day. Just like and subscribe. Yes. (laughs) Follow us. Woo! It's going to be fun. All right, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Usher Station. Um, This weekend, we saw It Chapter 2, and we have some thoughts about it. So, first reactions, Alex and Jerome, what did you think of the movie? Uh, Well, technically, me and Jerome did miss the first, like, what, three minutes? Because you were talking (laughs) to Ivan, and I was in the bathroom. And what occurred was just... Um, I, oh, I stood what, in the corner what, of the what, theater trying to watch the first, like, a couple seconds. Ahead, by the way, people... Yes, spoilers. Yeah, we will be talking which, about spoilers. I think if you're listening to a review for a, for a movie or something, you should automatically assume they're spoilers. No, because I've watched plenty of review shows that don't spoil movies. They just give you the, the meat and potatoes of just like, is the movie good? Is the movie bad? Well, we gonna spoil today. For why? We gonna spoil today. Don't have to spoil it. We I just choose you, to. You, you even give me eating potatoes. I mean, that's something. That's a full end dinner. Woo! I'm gonna show myself. Yeah, these are very light tables, so don't don't yeah. pull too hard. <laughs> uh, meat and potatoes. That's still something. I mean, you're getting influence, so it's some type of spoiler because you have to be like, oh, I was shocked at like this part, but not directly telling why you were shocked but you were like feeling it but anyway we missed the first uh, few minutes but according to jonathan it was uh, just a flashback right mm-hmm. of the um it was a fa- flashback to them as kids saying hey when this thing comes back promise that we're gonna get back together and then it goes into the carnival um which remember did this when they cut their hands to make the promise did they cut, cut both hands I think hand. just one that they so, shook with. Mm-hmm. So really, but they didn't even shake with. No, they the, held hand. They, they held oh hands yeah, that's right. Hands, so yes. everybody just held a bloody hand. Mm-hmm. Nobody actually put blood to blood. No, that's what I just thought about. Then why cut your hand? That's at all? a good point, actually. Because it's a blood oath. But it's not a blood oath requires you, you to like to trade blood with I, I like know, the other trade people. Blood right. with other people. But, but listen, this is the eighties, all right? The epidemic of AIDS and Hep C was very real at that time. We ain't holding no hands, blood to I blood. I highly doubt those children who were being chased by a murderous clown were thinking about epidemics. And they were in a small town dairy. That wasn't a thought either. I mean, not according to this movie. According to this movie, they were very aware of the rise of homosexuality, and they just barely want to. But that was want to deal that was with in it chapter two, chapter one. I know. I I'm mean, saying. the threat was the little black boy. Well, we get some flashbacks with chapter two, where they're like, where that take place technically in the same time as chapter one did. So there's like, it was there. We just didn't talk about it. Uh, Which is I weird think, to me. <laughs> I think the racism thing was bigger back in the 80s than their fear of homosexuality. These people really didn't exist until like maybe the late 80s, early 90s, according to certain media. <laughs> they like came out later on. <laughs> and even then, they were all one note. <laughs> That's true. It's like Latin people didn't really exist until like Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Selena was the only like Latin person, and then who was normal? She's just like I just like pizza, and 
hanging out. <laughs> like I don't spend all my time. Okay, anyway, Jerome, what did you think of the movie? Yes. Like overall, overall thoughts. What did you think? Um, without going into details because we'll get into that. I but it was like, okay, it's just uh, I think my only issue with the movie mostly comes in just the uh, overuse of CGI. I felt like and the length. This movie is way too long. Uh, and it doesn't need to be. <laughs> I agree. All. There, I feel like there's some parts that probably could have been cut out. When they were at the beginning, would really kind of like, that confused me, but kind of like got me this moment where I was just like, oh my God, how long is this going to take? When he was calling everybody, I don't know why it made me like think of like, it felt like there was more people he was calling. And I was like, wait, how many kids were there actually? <laughs> and I was like, it just kept going and go. Felt like it just kept going. And I'm like, okay, I remember he had the glasses. That was probably the fat one. And I'm like, that I'm like, wait, who are these other ones going? It just felt like there was so much like more. That's a good point. When that part was happening, I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is why the movie is almost three hours long is because they have to basically get back to all of the kids. They have to show where they're at in life right now. Then they have to show their struggle of why they want to um, go back and why they might have some hesitancy in, in going back and getting together and fighting the monster again. And then they're going to eventually fight the monster and then they're going to win. So basically I had the whole movie laid out in but my the, mind so the, the as i was like it just goes but, by real quick because that's just really the first act well but it it, it, it it does feel like and i and i'm not complaining about it because i really i liked the first half probably better than i did the second half but when when i'm watching it i'm thinking okay yeah this is taking a significant amount of time from the movie um which i appreciated because i liked that that we had that we got back to the kids and we saw each of them um as they were older and we were yeah. introduced to each of them as I they feel were older like, though that we didn't need to see so much of the kids as kids i think that's what drags the movie down as far as time yeah but we spend a lot of time they were, with they the were kids. just trying to reflect a little bit more of the original it movie where they had the flashbacks mixing with the you know the first time I really it, I, I'm kind of with Jonathan and maybe a little more strong about this the opening sequence and the phone calls I kind of like what they did with um, Richie's character who's by, played by Bill Hader Bill Hader yep. awesome guy I love him he's super funny mm-hmm. he, so he, he's Harry. done a lot more stuff than I realize mm-hmm. that I've watched him in um, but when he I, does drama he's good because have you ever seen the skeleton twins no also I thought apparently that's too. a I thought that's a really well. I it's haven't dark, seen it, but I heard comedy. that it was bad. I liked it. I thought it was uh, at least I liked the performance of Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader the mm-hmm. most. They're always really uh, good. They were really good. I have mixed feelings about Kristen Wiig's characters. Sometimes I feel like they put her in stuff because they think we need a female comedian, but she's not right for the part. But they needed a female comedian. That's how I felt about Ghostbusters. Where I was like a little bit. I didn't. I was like, I don't I think you're right for this else part. In Ghostbusters, except for her. But um, no, going back to Richard, I like how he they didn't show him directly talking to Michael, but instead his reaction afterwards, he puked and then he freaked out. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that where it's not or the moment where they could have just cut it down to like, oh, hey, it's Michael. And then they showed like their reactions. Mm-hmm. They didn't really need to have this moment 
where they're all talking on the phone and they're like, oh, no, 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 I can't come back. Oh, no, no, no. This, like, the hesitation is, of course, they're going to be hesitant. And I get that they were trying to, like, warp in that they had memory loss from the issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I just felt they did that sequence so much better because we know who called. We saw how he reacted. And then even his stage manager came out like, you were fine. What happened? He's like, I'm fine. You know, there was like more more emotion I felt in Richie's than any of the others, mm-hmm. except for maybe like um oh what's his, what's his name I, the the one with the asthma Eddie Eddie yeah and he crashed his car that felt like very natural too mm-hmm. I also I really liked Ben's introduction because and we talked about this a little bit but. <laughs> Initially, they show a guy who looks like he could be the older version of the actor who played the younger Ben because he was uh, like Jared a little Horatio chubby. Plays he, young Ben. Because mm, he, he was like the, the older actor, the first shot that they show, he's kind of like he's chubbier man, kind of looks, had the, had the same hair color as the young younger actor. And then it's like mm. a bait and switch. It's like, oh, nope, psych. This is actually the guy who's been like a fit, like, no, Ben's dude. not hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he glowed up, as they say. Yeah, but I do like how uh, Richie in the movie brought up that he's like, hey, now you look like a Brazilian soccer player. Like, you change, you did change races, man. You got... <laughs> you got a little tanner. You got a little tanner. Darker Even hair. Even if he is technically a white man, he's definitely a white man mixed with something else <laughs> at the very Yeah, least. but that little boy isn't no that's what i'm saying i'm saying yeah. adult ben See, that's, yeah. well yeah no definitely the adult ben's definitely has to be mixed with something but like that's what i'm saying it's just that like i do not entirely understand how white people tan i won't lie i was assuming they kind of just turn red because of my mom she turns red and then she tans so it's like a shift um but according to other friends such as like lauren she just burns <laughs> Oh my god! It depends on Her, the oh. amount of uh, I think like cause, uh, what, like even know? though most African Americans have a lot of melanin in our skin and uh, but um, people from like Europe or uh, yeah from, do, like, they, do they do they tan or they do they do just have burn? a little bit of melanin in their skin? It depends. Like because like, there are a lot of people in Ireland because the climate's so cold, they're naturally born without a certain amount of melanin, so they do burn because they're not used to seeing right. sun so much. So, uh, versus I, like other people who are born in places right. like and so France. This is this is like Dairy Maine, so that should have just stayed the white. I'm assuming like he did not look like he had any of the. I guess Eastern Europeans are the ones who can. Well, was Ben from Derry or did he move to Derry? Oh, that's right. He was the new no, kid. No, no, Because he was the new kid in, no, in the first No, she called movie. him the new kid because he played the music New Kid on the Block. New Kids on the Block. That's why she Well, I know, him but he kid. also was the new kid. Was like he? When, he, when he showed up. Because that's why he didn't have any friends either. Like, he knew nobody in the first movie. He just is around. And then they're like, oh, you're the new kid. I thought it was just because he was listening to I think it was like a mixture of both because Bev didn't know who he was either and then she's like you like new kids on the block I'm gonna call you new kid and so that's what it is from that point on okay Uh, okay but what did you think of the movie, Jonathan? I, like I said, I think the first half was better than the second. Um, Overall, I think I enjoyed it. There were a little issues, some not major issues, but I think there were some issues um, with just like little nitpicky things for me, um, which we'll get into. But overall, I had a fun time and that's always what I'm looking forward to in movies. I don't care if it's 
the worst movie ever. I don't care if it's the best movie. If I have a good time while I'm watching okay. it. Yeah, exactly. If I have a good time while I'm watching it, we then should do a retro I'll... review about Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> if if I enjoy the movie while I'm watching it, if I'm having fun, if it's memorable to me, if I can get a few jump scares in there, which this definitely had, then overall I walk away with a good view of it. I'm not I'm not caring too much about, oh my gosh, this story arc was completely insane. Oh my goodness, these characters' dialogue was no. If I think the acting was overall good. I think the um sto- the way in which the story was told, I think the settings, I really liked um the scene at the restaurant. Uh oh yeah, I love that scene. That was a lot of fun. And I liked the scene at the carnival too. Um so yeah, that imagery really stood out to me. Uh I will agree with you on that. I think people's reviews need to relax a little bit sometimes. Um, because my I'm like a big horror fan and my thing is like sometimes people go teasing horror films too much and it's like just enjoy the jump scare just relax and just have some fun because i love watching really really corny horror films because they do get you startled i love watching like bad films too and it's always just like just take a moment and just enjoy it people are way too quick to criticize all like oh look you can see the streams well yeah because cgi wasn't invented then and now cgi <laughs> is invented everybody's complaining about how it's too cgi and it's just like well, I'd what argue... do you want to sure but i'm That's just saying it, some people are just too critical well i'd argue that like especially when it comes to horror movies like i think people at least for me personally i give a pass to a lot of older movies because of the limit of technology back then right but also back then they were at least a little bit more creative than now because everything had to be done practically you didn't have access to computers like we do now and i think that's where the criticism of modern day horror movies comes where it's like okay now you have the technology to do both and do it well and do it right and when you don't you're not in yeah but you can clearly only made do to it, just make money according you know to people I mean? you can only do it well and right if you, you have the budget for it so well, this movie certainly did have the budget don't get yeah, me wrong but i'm saying for other films the yeah. one of the major complaints i do have about this film and i'd like to put this like warning at the beginning is that the end scenes have a lot of flashing mm-hmm. and um i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the podcast but i do suffer from migraines like chronic migraines and they are severe migraines sometimes i've actually ended up in the hospital because of one like my face went numb it was really really awful so and they had the epilepsy warning at the Incredibles mm-hmm. too, and I was super angry because I couldn't. But watch that was it. after the movie got released. After yeah, people right. started complaining yeah. about yeah, it, I, got, I came in like I think. And I don't think the, this one was as bad as that because yeah. after watching Incredibles two, I was like, Jesus. Christ. It wasn't, but <laughs> like, it's right, still yeah, even I noticed. Even, yeah, even the endings. I I got a headache from it with the Incredibles, but this could if had I not taken my uh, migraine medication beforehand. This could definitely have triggered something because it was just a constant flash. And it's that. And they used a blue hue, which was slightly better, but it was still such a light coloring of like blue and white that it totally could have triggered a migraine had I not been careful. And I did have to cover my eyes a few times during the final scenes so I couldn't watch it because it was just like too much. And I like think they do need to put a little warning like, hey. You know, or, you know, people should know ahead of time, like, this can cause some effect because that was a lot of flashing. Mm-hmm. So I, I that did annoy me at the end because I, I ended up not being able to watch the full fight scene because of that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of flashing. Yeah, even I, like as someone who's not like 
uh, sensitive to that. Really, it I still was like, yeah, okay, this is this is this is a little too much flashing. I think um, it didn't affect me that much. But to be fair, I work in a job that uses nothing but flashing lights all the time, so I think I've got yeah, you're, you're <laughs> sensitized <laughs> to flashing lights. Um, let's talk about. Because we all seem to notice this, um, the CGI, they did particularly, um, so they did use the de-aging technology on the kids yeah. because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the kids <laughs> did get older, so they had to kind of make it seem. Like, hey, Marvel, you guys do the de-aging no, thing, right? right. <laughs> they, had to make it, they had to make it seem like the kids were in that well, time period where got- it was. They've gotten older and they've definitely grown a lot more since the filming of that first movie. And so to work around that, they have to de-age them using both computers and maybe a little bit of makeup. Really quick though, with the Marvel and the de-aging, they did an insanely good job with Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. I thought they did a good job with Kurt Russell too for Guardians. Uh, the second one. Yeah, they did. But I think it was even better for, for Robert Downey Jr. in the second one. Because that was trippy. I was like, that straight up looks like they just pulled him out of one of the old movies. Mm-hmm. They pulled him out of uh, so Kiss young. Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, he, he, was, he had such a baby face going. It was like really trippy to me. I was like, how did they do mm-hmm. that? Whereas in It, particularly with, for me, I noticed it the most with Ben and um, Richie. Richie. It looked at times like they had just put the like baby face uh, Snapchat filter on them and just said, "Hey, let's yeah, let's go with that." Especially for Ben because I'm sure he probably lost weight over time, and so they just looked like they were just like adding enhancing DIY with his face. <laughs> but sometimes when they did a full body length, it's like you didn't finish though, and you can kind of see that there are some parts of the body that it's like. You didn't finish fattening him. Well, Finn Wolfhard has definitely some, uh, just based off of Stranger Things 3, he has some very defined cheekbones now. His face is becoming a lot more uh, stern. and more- I saw an interview yeah. with, I saw like a clip from an interview with three of the kids and he was one of them. And they were like, and he was asking them, the other kids, like, who do you think had to be put, uh, had to have the most CGI on them? And they were both like, you probably. <laughs> Because yeah. he, yeah, he did have a good amount of because well, he's using the baby fat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and with the CGI, the thing, I didn't like too much that it felt like it wasn't almost, Pennywise wasn't almost not in it. Because they used so many different creatures this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the actual Pennywise was there to just eat children and that's it. I looked forward to it. Whenever he was just the Pennywise costume, I was like, oh, thank God. Because yeah. like I, I, that's the costume I think works the most versus all the CG monsters. Even in the first movie, like that weird wil- uh, wilted lady um, that was uh, oh, messing on with the poster. Stanley. Yeah, yeah, in the, the poster. From yeah. the, um, or whatever. the painting. I was like, that doesn't look so great. But in, at least in the first movie, that's the only one that I thought looked a little too smooth the rest of them looked pretty okay in this there's a lot of smooth creatures in here and uh or just cg yeah. effects that i'm like it doesn't right quite work for me i just thought they just overused creatures it was like pennywise was like oh i'm too busy like kidnapping children just go 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 my little minions and go do something mm-hmm. go terrorize the adults and it felt like he wasn't he's just sitting in like a chair somewhere being like oh okay i'm gonna send up this creepy thing i'm gonna wait till they come down to me because i don't feel like going upstairs right now yeah. i think sometimes using actual costumes rather than cgi can be a lot more beneficial like because you saw sorry to bother you mm-hmm. this is a spoiler for sorry to bother you 
I'm still working on it. Oh, yeah, are you are you are you about to see it? I got halfway through it and I stopped watching it. Oh, okay. Where Have you, you gotten stop? to that part? <laughs> If okay. You, if you don't know, you haven't, you haven't gotten, gotten there to. yet. Okay, so I won't spoil it, but they, they, yeah. Anyway, I think I just think that using practical, um, practical like actual costumes and makeup can be a lot. Just help if you just do the spoiler. It's fine. Should I spoil it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I give you permission. Okay, it's um. So there's a part in Sorry to Bother You where he goes into the bathroom um at a party at a party and all of a sudden this naked horse creature is just in the bathroom <laughs> and like like a centaur no, no like a person with a horse head and like kind of like three fingers like ninja turtle fingers and horse hooves for legs and he's yeah, completely naked and this is super rated r so you also see his horse penis as well, just flopped over, <laughs> and, he, and he falls out the bathroom because he can't stand because he's on horse legs, and it's and it's terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> it's so, because up until that point, everything's been weird, but relatively in a normal way. This and then as soon as that's that's why I said if you haven't if we say that part and you haven't yeah, seen no, it yet, that's how we know you I haven't seen that. it yet. Um, okay, but now you can look forward to that. But it's done practically is what makes it even more terrifying because if it was CG, you could be like, oh, that's just a creature, whatever. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's done with like actual prosthetics and stuff makes it even scarier. Right, which what, is... What is it? Um, Did you guys ever see The Conjuring 2? No. no. Well, um... You can spoil that for us. I'm never gonna watch it. <laughs> it's actually really good. You guys should watch it. No, I'm not gonna watch it because it's not <laughs> good. I'm just gonna. Watch I might it. watch it. I'm not but a you demon. Can spoil demon it. things don't work for me. I can't do demons. All right, Why? I believe because I believe in demons. I'm not gonna play around with something I know is for sure real. You come. You came to my house. There's a demon there. You've chilled with one. You just keep saying that. <laughs> There's no proof of that actually being true. Actually, I do actually have a weird picture. Um. I sh- I like I I have to go find it. It's like in one of my thousands of like little camera cards. Uh, it but actually anyway. has this like weird like <laughs> ghostly haze over it. Hmm. Like I was just testing my camera and I took a picture of the um, just the fire extinguisher at the top. The water. What the hell? Oh, the, the uh, sprinkler. The sprinkler, and all of a sudden, like it just has this like weird ghostly haze over it. And then I retook it like a second later, and there's nothing there. Oh, so I've had you can ask a lot of people. I've had this thing follow me since I was like probably in my teens. I can fix that for you. No, he's fine. Bring some holy water, a little bit of Bible. I I mean, he hasn't like done it once in a while, he'll like slam my doors, and it's more annoying than anything, or things will just fall. And I'm like, it's more like I'm not in the mood. And that better not be on the floor when I wake up. (laughs) And sometimes I have actually yelled that when I'm in a bad mood. Be like, that shampoo bottle I just heard better not still be there when I take a shower in the morning. Because I'm not in the mood to deal with your trickery. And it's not. I shouldn't probably talk to that thing. But, you know, that's the only real constant person in my life. No, I'm kidding. Um, It's not a person. Anyway. But The Conjuring 2 actually... There's a thing called the, oh, the creepy man. 
or something like that. And it's actually an actor. People, a lot of people thought it was CGI, but there's actually this actor who's like really tall, you know, skinny, skinny, long arms, skinny fingers. And he plays actually a lot of creepy monsters and they put CGI in him, but because it's really him, he helps so much more to the films. And I... You might Let be the guy who works with Guillermo del Toro a lot. Yeah, does, he uh, probably does. He's like Abe Sapien, and he did the creature in The Shape of Water. Um, and he's a he's a guy who's like really skinny, really tall, and like really he's tall. Like, even in his um just normal form, he's terrifying. Normal form. <laughs> he is. He's like no. It's just the, it's just using the word normal form. Like he has multiple. <laughs> He does. Like, you mean just without makeup on? (laughs) It was called the Crooked Man. Oh. That's why I think they should use, you know, employ. Some, I know the CGI people are getting employed, but <laughs> employ some some actual well, actors to like help CG to d- help like something, never to like replace. Well, oh, like help. Actually, I think that he was the witch. He was literally in it, Chapter Two. Um, oh, interesting. He his name is Javier Baudet. Um, let me show him to. He just, he's a very tall and like, that's actually him. Is that from the set? That is from, I think, a show called, a movie called Mama. Oh, yeah. I know that movie. He is just this, yeah. Okay, there he is. It's not, I don't think that's from that. But see how tall he is. And they use him as the witch. So that's why the witch kind of moved better. But then they see okay. her face a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I give them credit for that. Yeah. All right. I'll take well, my comments back for not like practical. wanting to like, I'll take my comments back for not wanting them to use CGI completely, but well, no, they, they did use, the they did still thing. use CGI. Well, they do the same thing. They probably did the same thing that Marvel does. Marvel, like technically, no one's ever really seen most of their costumes in Marvel for real, because they ever they put CG tracking dots on all of them, and I then like they only CG do that over the because costumes. they know they would just take their costumes. Well, no, it just makes totally. it no, no, no. They have they make the costume like Black Panther's costume exists. They made one, and then they put CG tracking dots on it. And then CG'd over his suit with like whatever they want. Cause then they can do whatever they want with the suit. Like, for example, when he gets the nanotech and stuff, he can do that. But also, like, if they want to add color, different stuff like that, they can do that without him having to literally change costumes, you know? Um, and I get it. It's like, and they probably did the same thing for it chapter two. It's just how well the CG does or doesn't blend with the environment for me that was like uh, mine is just the the unnecessary need for um, like all those creatures you have Pennywise Mm. he should be the main focus yeah he's Pennywise he's terrifying like Pennywise is actually terrifying, mm-hmm. but they I feel like you barely you see him standing off in the distance. He's actually not being the monster Pennywise usually is. He's just being. I felt like though they might have overused Pennywise sometimes too, um, in the sense that uh, he's always around, but he doesn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. Like he scares, like he scares Bev, and then he's like, "Okay, bye. I guess I'll see you at the climax of this movie." That's what I'm saying. He's just like chilling everywhere. He's mm-hmm. not doing anything. He's just getting a pedicure or manicure. <laughs> I don't know what evil 
alien clowns do. Because there's only one scene where he eats a kid and it means something. Because he does another one with an, another kid. Well, no, he eats two kids. I know. The other one, it's just a vignette of just, here's Penny. That's what I'm saying. There's tons of things that would have saved time. Are you talking time. about the kid under the bleachers? Yes. Where it's like, okay, that's scary. It's creepy. It I is eerie. But there's no, this kid has no relation to anybody else in this film. There's no reason to show this scene other than you want more stuff of Pennywise because well, he hasn't been okay. movie connected to the beginning of the film. Well, she's connected in the sense that she's in the beginning of the film. But no, she's not related to any character like the other kid who at least talked to Bill or talked <laughs> to Richie. I, lo- like, I did love that. That whole opening scene in the restaurant. <laughs> I loved that best. restaurant that was scene. Fun. It was hilarious. Yeah, I like, that was a great scene. I love the opening scene. Yeah. Restaurant. Oh, oh, kid! You want a picture? After all that, he's like, "Kid, you want a picture?" I think I'm good. That kid <laughs> be like the politest kid, even getting I'm... screened and shook that. But he's like adults. He's still like, "I'm gonna go now." Yeah, especially Bill, where I was like, yeah. at no point weren't your parents just on the porch? Are they not hearing any of this? They don't see this happening uh, with their kid. Okay, he's being shaken by a grown man. Right, he's been shaken by a grown man. Right. Um, um, okay. Oh, but no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, okay, so you alluded it, alluded it, alluded to it a little bit, um, but kind of the unnecessary scenes, and I know we talked about this a little bit, but that that initial scene, well, it's the second scene, technically, um, that we see, and they're at a carnival, and then these bullies, these adult bullies, are bullying this gay couple, and they yeah. like... Beat very way, violently, I think we by get the way. Into spoiler territory at this point. Uh, I thought we were already in spoilers. Oh, we are. Yeah. I'm just saying definitively. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Where are they going to get into the spoilers?" Now is now is the time. If you haven't picked it up, yet, okay, we're getting into no, detail. For sure. now. We're getting Straight into the up details. Over scene, there's just random gay bashing. <laughs> right, very violently too. Think, like they bashed their heads in. Well, I appreciated that they were at least. Uh, confident enough to be like yeah no we're gonna show it like it's gonna be real we're not gonna sugarcoat it we're not gonna try and be nice but i thought it was going somewhere i thought so there was a kid with the you know trashy people Mm -hmm. i don't know what homophobic i was just gonna say (laughs) homophobic people um and i assumed he was gonna die but nothing came mm. around again to these people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they never show I up again I thought they movie. were going to come yeah. back. <laughs> I thought they were, I thought like the the bully was going to be like the adult version of, what's his name? The bully kid or something. Or I thought that little like kid was going to end up being like the, um, uh, what was the bully's name in the chapter one? Bowers. 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 I thought he was almost going to be like the new Bowers. Like it was going to use him as a puppet. Or something like I thought that was. I but didn't assume a, that. I assumed that I, they were gonna I get their that. comeuppance. I, yeah, just thought, to just to because. Yeah, I but there's know. no justice. We yeah, we didn't see any justice. Well, like, so I had this conversation <laughs> with my sister who, who's you know a lesbian, and we were talking, and she's I'm like you know I think they kind of did it. I think what their intention was, I don't think it really came off that way entirely because people were like more like, what the heck is going on? Uh, I think their intention was to show that. Derry had not grown at all. They were still kind of racist. They were still very homophobic. You know, clearly this town could still easily be mind controlled because in chapter one with the red balloon, it followed, it kind of followed adults too, but it never actually attacked adults, but it clearly had some control over them, almost making them passive. And I think that's what's kind of showing 
what their intention was like clearly there's no growth here they're gonna still be easy manipulated and again i assume they're gonna set up for the kid getting killed or something like that um and i think another scene was so that pennywise does uh kill one of the gay characters at the beginning and i think it was just to establish that he can hurt adults now because previously he wasn't Fighting adults, but now he's yeah. showing... Well, previously, the oldest we'd ever seen him attack was the teenage kid. One of the bullies came right. down to the sewer, and he killed him. But we'd never seen him attack an but adult that was still a, that was still a kid. But this was a grown adult, and I think that was to establish that, that he just straight up killed an adult. Or at least that he's, and... a, he's a threat to adults. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he's no longer... Just attacking each other. He's like a real... I thought it was also weird that he didn't kill a lot of kids in it. Um, Because... In this movie? Yeah. Because, you know, they're always talking about... They're like, oh, you know, a bunch of kids go getting abducted uh, during every 27 years in Derry. It happens. Blah, blah, blah. People don't even worry about it. But really, he just took two kids. Well, two kids that we saw. But I think the scene that was supposed to establish that is the scene when Bowers shows up again. And we just see a bunch of bodies just laid out. So I think the idea is that... No, that was... I know that was in the past. But I'm saying I think the idea is that to imply that Pennywise is always doing stuff. But we have a lot of stuff to do. So we're just not going to show you like him killing a bunch of kids all to, all the at yeah, all the time. They didn't even like they could have put the missing posters up or something. Like That's there true. wasn't even yeah. like any feel of urgency for anybody else besides those adults. It was like Pennywise was focused on them, but like so much so that like it wasn't like it was a twenty seven year mark again. Nobody in the town felt like there was any care. There was no missing posters up really, and it was just like. Okay, like Pennywise kind of felt like he was already vanquished in Derry, like, but he was mainly just there for those adults. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of Bowers, he was another one that I felt kind of didn't fit into well, the story he as is ad- in the well book, as an adult, like, and he's in in the first movie. He's uh, in the TV movie. He also does come back. Well, right. yeah, he out. came back, but then he comes back. He we see that he is. Out from jail, he uh, escapes from jail or using the psych ward or the psych ward. Um, using the person from the using the zombie version of his friend from the past, basically. Which that confused me too, because I was like, is that Pennywise or is that just a creature that Pennywise made? That's around. Or it could actually have been the zombie version. Yeah, I thought it was the zombie version of his friend. The only reason is why I'm like, we've never established until this movie that Pennywise could even make zombies that could act on their own without him being a zombie. Like, without it just being him in disguise. Because the first movie, every creature we see is just him in disguise. This is the first time we're ever seeing that he has the power to make zombies, if that's what he's implying. There were zombies, and I wasn't expecting zombies in this movie yeah, at all. When they're in the restaurant, all those heads there too, right? Mm-hmm. Are in the fa- are in the fa- That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like singing, and yeah, they have that and, gay character come back as yeah. like a zombie. And Stanley, like his head, but that was fake, right? Because he didn't have Stanley's body, and even if he did, Stanley was Stanley be an died adult. as an adult. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but so, and then Bowers, they like. 
he just kind of died. Like yeah, that was it. Was, it. it was his death. I like we talked about was very anticlimactic. Right. Um, I thought it was weird because they stabbed him in the chest. He survived, mm-hmm. and I was, and then he got tomahawked in the head. And I was like, okay, I feel like he might come back up because Pennywise can clearly create zombies, and Bauer is a willing, you know, servant to him. And then it's just like, nope, he's gone. Yeah. And just like, yeah. How I do you survive like... a stab? in the like to the heart <laughs> i feel like he should have been more of a presence i think it would have like because if you want to do that plot point because you're like it's in the book we want to do it it's like, okay that's cool but then he has to be more of a presence you can't have pennywise then just be still the main villain because it's like okay then what is this sidekick around for he was like the great value michael myers just like walking around stabbing people for no reason but he didn't even stab anybody the only person he attacks is eddie and he tries to attack Mike, yeah. but then gets swiftly taken care of after that. So you're like, well, that was another okay. Another thing I found like weird about Bowers is that like I get that he was supposed to be insane and everything, but he didn't seem like competent enough to have if you were going to help him escape. Mm-hmm. Like they should have shown like almost like. I don't know. There was just something about it where it's like he looks like a straight up like idiot. And even you know when he he had teenage powers, he was clearly not very smart, but he had a proper rage to him that was easily, you know, tamed and and encouraged and stuff like that. Here he's just straight up insane. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, Clearly, he's not going to be a very good, you know, helper. And he wasn't. Right. He couldn't even attack uh, Eddie correctly either. He stabbed him in the mouth. Yeah, but like. They didn't kill him. He survived, didn't kill him. And then he just like let Eddie disappear too for a second. Mm -hmm. And then was like, can I please have my knife back? And it was like. And you should, you know, go Michael Myers and just like stab. (laughs) But instead, he, he wasn't really doing any of that. So it felt like they were using him for more comedy relief than actually what his presence was or rather supposed to be. He was in the book, so they're like, "We got to have Bowers in the movie." And when, but that's it. When and when Bowers first showed up, we were all like, at first, we were all like, "Wait, is he still a kid?" Yeah, like don't do we were like implying be- his his story at that point is a flashback right because that was like one of the first flashbacks (laughs) and i did i talked to you guys about this how i did like how they did the flashbacks in the way that you weren't expecting it but at first like i really wasn't expecting it i was like what wait wait, okay is he oh we're in the past now okay yeah i i think i even asked you that where i was like wait is he still young like, and why is suddenly Pennywise doing a body dump? Like, right. see, like, I need to make room in my little cave. There's just too many well, you just, you heads. Know, indigestion. You know, had to get that Pepto-Bismol and coughed up or, Bowers. Or, like, he couldn't <laughs> digest um, Bowers properly, so he's just like, bleh. Um, But no, I was confused by that, too. I did like it, how they did the... I agree with you. I did like the flashbacks and how they... um tied them together Mm -hmm. i think some of the scenes ran a little longer than necessary and i think again that's what ate up so much time and made it you know longer than it could have been because by the end for somebody like me who again has the migraine issues and then 
Also, I have like a uh, chronic leg pain. So it's hard for me to sit in in theater chairs. So by like the end of fight scene, I was just kind of like, oh my God. All right. Can you like kill each <laughs> right other? Either kill the kids or, or kill the adults or you die. Like my leg's starting to like cramp. I'm like, I kept shifting in my seat weirdly. I think I ended up like pushing you a little bit sometimes, which I'm sorry about. I'm, I like, shift too. To adjust because like I'm actually doing right now. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the, I forget what I was going to say. I mean, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say like, I, I like the flashbacks. I think it's cool. I, I like that they brought back the kick cast. I do. However. Oh, now I know what I was going to say. Can I say real quick? Okay. okay. So, um, <laughs> speaking of the kid cast, I like at first I didn't know cause you guys know that I didn't want to watch any of the trailers beforehand. Um, yes. I'm one of those people. Um, th- I didn't know that the kids were going to be back for this one, that they were going to be doing flashbacks. I thought it was just going to be the adults and they wouldn't flashback to any of the thing from the eighties. So I, well, I, I eventually as like, uh, leading up to the premiere, I eventually found out, okay, the kids are part of this. Cause I saw them online, like doing press for the movie and everything. Um, so, but I, I think it, it could have been effective even if they didn't use the kids. I think, well, actually, I didn't know the kids were going to be as in it as they were. Um, somebody told me about a preview where it showed that they were going to be more in it. I think it was actually you, Jerome. And I didn't actually watch any of the press or anything because I didn't want, because actors sometimes let things out. So I was like, I'm going to wait to watch some of the press releases and stuff. So I actually didn't know the kids were going to be as big of a presence as they were in the film. Mm-hmm. My, like my issue with the the flashbacks only came in uh, how repetitive they were. And it's mostly during the second act. And I think that's where the movie slows down is because then it becomes a procedural where they're like, cause they have that moment where Mike's like, each of you have to go on your own and find your tokens or whatever for the ritual. And we're like, okay. And then it just proceeds to be like literally like episodes of it pretty much mm-hmm. with each character where it goes, the character shows up at some place from their past. They get a flashback of something messed up that happened in their past, whether it be them, interacting with Pennywise or just something that happened in their life. And then we move on and it's the next character's turn to do that. And then it's the next character's turn to do that. And it goes in that order the same way for all five of the characters or uh, six. Well, except um, Mike. Well, except Mike. We don't get one from Mike because Mike's like, I already got mine, so I'm good. Yeah, I think it was a little... I think the one that got overdone a little bit was, was Richie's because they either got... A flashback from when they were a kid interacting with Pennywise or they got an interaction with Pennywise after the flashback as adults. And Richie was the only one who had the remembrance of interacting with Pennywise as a child. And then right away there he was I again. thought that was so cartoony though where it's just the big Paul Bunyan statue. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of like this scene. I was I like, I was are you serious? That I this quite is... like that. I was like, I thought that was hilarious. Well, for me, it was just like that's the best you can come up with on such short notice. Like that's, I have, I mean, like I've seen statues or like the troll in uh, Seattle under the bridge. I've seen like things like that. And I've wondered in my mind, like, what if that just came alive right now? I so I could relate. We work at a place with animatronics. <laughs> the animatronics are into the Wizard of Oz statue. Oh, the Tin Man. There's the, there's the Tin Man down at the IMAX there in the Pacific Science Center. 
It's been there for I don't know how long now. On the nights where things just got weird because we were there until like 2 a.m., we would watch that thing and we would all swear that it moved and it looked more towards us or something like that. So I think deep down that scene really did affect us because we've watched the Tin Man and probably each of us have had a nightmare about that Tin Man. I've had a nightmare about the Tin Man. If he wants to come alive, all he wants is some oil. (laughs) He's like, fix me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got an axe. I feel like that would be evil Tin Man if it came alive. That he never uses. He brings... He has the axe which was and never chops down a single tree. In this, they didn't even do that right because he doesn't have the axe in this movie. He has like a little poker thing. Like a oh, that's right. He has a, a pitchfork. Oh. Yeah. He doesn't even have an axe. <laughs> but nonetheless, like, I just, I feel like, uh, honestly, I feel like they could have saved. Because, like, for example, some of them, they don't even know, need to go get their tokens. So there's no need to even have a scene like that. Like Ben, for example. In the movie, Ben's token is uh, the yearbook page that Bev signed in the first movie. He already has that. That's At the true. beginning of the film, he has it in his wallet. So mm-hmm. where, why are you going anywhere to, to discover anything? <laughs> or at least getting a flashback of with Pennywise when it does it serves no purpose for the story. It's just a scene to just have Pennywise in there because you're like, okay, we need more Pennywise in this film. No, what served no purpose was uh, Bill getting his bike back. In the, in the original yeah. it there was because he actually uses that bike to escape at the end but in this one I assumed that was going to be his token yeah and it wasn't but it was he too. wouldn't have been able to it fit wasn't. that bike in the in the little and, and by the thing. way he wouldn't have that's true too uh, I didn't know how they were going to what they were doing with their tokens yeah but anyway he wouldn't have had his token without Pennywise so Pennywise kind yeah, of screwed himself over yeah. by giving him his boat back. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, well, had Pennywise not given him the boat, would the bike have been his token? How would that have been done? And it was kind of like a catch-22 for Pennywise. Well, I think that scene, that's another useless scene that's only thrown in there so we can have a Stephen King um cameo yeah and i i i turned to you and i'm like oh this is a long cameo like yeah he's doing like uh he's gonna be like stanley but stanley would just pop in and just hang out and uh-huh. he, yeah no that was like a, a lot well i think it was um just stephen king making fun of himself yeah. people have not liked stephen king's endings. endings yeah i didn't like the it ending i was like oh he turns out to be an alien like Kind of a bummer, <laughs> also, on the topic of where it comes from, that Native American plot is so old. I'm surprised of all the things they also kept from the book. They kept that. Oh, like of played what, out? Yes. Well, like, very, very much so. I think it was weird that they used it in Maine. Because I feel like there's no real Native American reservations in Maine. They literally <laughs> either wipe them out or move them. And that's why everybody, all the Native Americans are really, like, in Washington right now. <laughs> like, so I don't know how he was able to fight Native Americans in Maine, first of all. Because, like, especially Maine. Because isn't that the whole thing? Like, um, that's what people pay. Real quick, though. What do you guys think of the cast? Just as playing the kids. I thought all of them did a great job being I, adult I think, versions yeah, of the kids. I think they great people to do the cast. So Same. I, like- I think they, they were spot on. Um, looks wise, I, I don't, I, I would have probably well, chose, chosen an actor. Yeah, someone has a different yeah. bend, yeah. but I thought he, he really embodied 
the character though yeah, even he though he feel, didn't like, look like him yeah and very like yeah. nerdy uh, he was cool at his job but he was still a goofball at times this might be a hot take but at times i thought the guy who played eddie he could have played it a little more adult like it seemed like i was just watching the kid version of eddie i like that though i thought that it it made sense that it's like because even the it, woman it, he married could, is basically a reflection of his mother like he's never I grown see, out of I that part of see what you're saying there was a point where it's like I would think, like, I don't know, Eddie became more like, well, I almost died, so forget everything else. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of the characters had changed in a vastly a big way, except for, I think, Eddie and Richie. Richie still, like, hid stuff, and he used that horrible humor he had to become a comedian, which I did like that they did that for him. Mm-hmm. They made him into a comedian because that totally is what well, I think in uh, the, Richie would do. In the book, or at is least in the book? TV movie, he is an entertainer. I don't know if he's a comedian. I think he's a comedian, I, but no, if not a comedian... I think he's an actor. I don't he think is, he's a comedian. But nonetheless, still, I mean, either or, because there's yeah. comedic actors, you know, because there's people like... Yeah, but there's, you know, like, a Will difference between, like, being the actor and being a comedian. The comedian, you get to stand up in front of people and just tell, like awful jokes sometimes when an actor you're reading somebody else's like words like you get to you know you get to still act and put some of yourself in there but it's still other people's work as when you're a comedian it's your own personalized thoughts and stuff although he did admit that he didn't even write his own jokes <laughs> um so i think i think overall the cast is really good mm-hmm. i didn't like them i think the only thing i didn't like is the under i feel like they underuse jessica chastain as bev she doesn't have a lot to do. Well, she has that one scene that I really liked of hers was when she's uh, in the pool of blood and she, you know, is trying to like almost drowning, then has to reach out for Ben and they have to save each other. I really liked that scene. I, I thought think, she brought some good emotion there. I did like her. I did like her acting in that scene. But that whole scene with the blood and um, Ben drowning in the dirt, that whole scene actually reminded me of Descent. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie. I feel like no. Uh, I don't um, think so. I know of it. These, I've never yeah, these seen group it. of women go uh, cave. Cave exploring. Cave exploring. Yeah, and then those creatures show up. Yeah, right, or whatever. And there's a scene where a woman gets like she falls into basically a pool of blood and all this stuff. And that earth and blood element just made me feel like I was rewatching that movie. <laughs> and when she's like, when they're like together and she's just covered all in the blood, I'm like. Oh, it kind of looks like they literally pulled her out of Descent, the movie. So I was like, this kind of feels like this scene was taken from somewhere else. But I do like, I did like her emotion and acting. I do agree. I think they underused her. She has such a sadness to her. Also, it goes really well with her character. I thought they were going to do more with her because they do keep the plot of like her being in an abusive relationship. So I thought they were going to do, and I think this also plays into my thing of like, I think everybody did a good job acting wise, but nobody has a real arc or story arc for this movie outside of I thought Richie we're did. here to play yeah uh, Richie, Richie. kind of has one and Bill has one but the rest of the characters kind of don't learn anything or don't grow at all they're they stay pretty much the same they just got to keep people. their lives yeah. except one of them except like, two of them technically um, yeah. and I felt like Bev I was like man Bev would have like the strongest arc of all of like uh, of her kind of Learning that, uh, you know, getting to well, learn that she, she's worth it and be a lot more bold. But instead, it's just she just well, gets thrown into... Well, that's the whole thing. They forgot, they forgot that. Well, she gets thrown into a love... Like, even still... No, though, that I'm weird like, love triangle thingy when Yeah, she when gets she thrown gets into a love triangle. But yeah. I'm saying when they first left Derry, it, it's mentioned... 
continuously, actually, through, almost throughout the whole film, that they don't have memories of their time. Oh, I'm not Gary's. saying of like what, and like so, remembering these old stuff and applying that to her life. I'm saying in this one adventure now, where she now again has to deal with uh, an overbearing force, not so much her father, but uh, you know, as much as it's uh, killer clown, but still, it would it would uh, apply to her life or something. But it really doesn't well because they don't do anything with it yeah well that's what i'm saying they can't apply it to her life because she doesn't know that she fought the skiller hound she doesn't know she's worth it and honestly if you've had abusive parents or something like that it's it's a cycle you end up most likely going to be in an abusive relationship sadly so it it is actually i don't like that they did it but it is actually a very big reflective of life unless you like get the help and you you know you have to probably go through quite a bit of therapy to understand and work with yourself too. Um, and the fact that she had this amazing adventure where she learned that she was worth it and she didn't have to deal with this was taken from her, from her memories when she left Derry. Same with everybody else. And that, you know, with the character arc, you're right. They didn't give much of Karen arc character arc except to like Richie and Bill and because they I think they because they all just lost their memories which I think it's weird another thing is because they would be 18 when they I mean she left after that summer but wouldn't the rest of them have been 18 when they left for like college or something so oh so you're saying they would have stayed in Derry until yeah, they, they were stayed in Derry because uh, they were 18. They were like, what, in 8th grade or something? Because Mike, Mike implies that it's like the further away you get, the more you just forget, no matter what age you're at. Just like, you just forget. Right, anyway. and then, I, like, no, no, I get that, I get, oop, I just hit the mic, my bad. Um, No, I get that, but like, how do you not have, like, pictures? How do you not have, like, this? They were apparently so close friends, and like, again, they were like middle school, and so how do you not have any pictures of, like, your prom, or pictures of another summer or this or that and like it just felt like I I got what they were trying to do but at the same time you still have memories of your past with you well I assume the whole thing of them not remembering each other was just came from like uh or like it's just like we've like been, we we've were been in away middle for school. so long from each other and we've never talked to each other ever again since we were in school like maybe together. they they went into high school after that summer and they forgot all their middle school friends. They all went to different high schools or something. I don't know. Or they well, just drifted. That they just, yeah, that was a tiny thing. Yeah, so they all would have went to the same high school. Well, I mean, yeah. just like, I mean, like in their adulthood, they drift apart. Because at their ages, they're most most of them are uh, either yeah, at no, 40. Wait, so, so they that? had this traumatic event that happened to them. They were in a cave. They almost lost their lives with Pennywise. That wouldn't be a bonding factor going into high school. They wouldn't have just been like bonded forever yeah, in high I, school. I would have probably been a little like tighter with the people I was around. And especially for like, I think it was a little weird that with Eddie and Richie, with how close they were, that they stopped talking. I understand maybe all of the rest of them, but Eddie and Richie and like Richie and Stanley. Richie was the only one at Stanley's bar mitzvah when it occurred. How could you not be friends with them after high school? How could you not be friends with this person who, even after everybody else broke up in that moment, you were still with them? Yeah. Like, Richie was very strong with Stanley and, and Eddie, and yet all of a sudden, he dropped from their lives? That's a good point. So you're saying, like, they should have explained that better rather than just yeah, basing like, it off of, like, oh, we um, lost our memory, like, yeah. basically. Because I've had, I mean, even, even Facebook suggests, hey... 
you went to high school with this person. And I'm like, I did? I have no mutual connections with them. I have nothing. And but this connects the, this sticks with the theme in every horror movie where the internet and cell phones don't exist. That's, I, I will give you that because apparently Facebook doesn't exist. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, a lot of did anybody use a cell phone in this? Yeah. They well, they used to call each other. other but that's yeah, it. And, and another thing is both Richie and... Um, Bill are in, in entertainment, so they definitely have like social Cross media. Paths. They yeah. should have like a similar yeah. I mean, circles they, at least. Yeah, and they both definitely have social media, and probably you know managers who are like, oh, our clients grew up in Derry, mm-hmm. small town. We should have them you know collaborate or something because this would be a cute like you know the way a manager or you know a representative would right. work it out that is a plot hole so i think yeah there's just some parts missing speaking of like going off of that like what are the odds that these five people would all would most of them grow up to be like these huge like like i wish one of well okay so they had mike who was kind of just like in the town and he he was the only one who had stayed there but i'm like why you got to do that to the black dude like why can't he thrive can't he like to go to florida yeah can't can't he have his own ambitions and all the other shows that yeah but like okay why does he have to be the one and what are the odds that all the other people would because they they seemed very established and very professional i think stanley is probably the only one who had a normal job we didn't see what he did for a living we but didn't. it looked like he didn't do anything he, that was like he did have like the enough to have life. Yeah, he had a normal, pretty basic life. Mm. <laughs> but I, but I, I get what you're saying. Like all of them weirdly had successful life. What like, are the odds all, that also, all these people they, in a they, small they, town yeah. would? Also, we don't know what Bev does. We know her husband makes a lot of money. Well, no, no, she they had a company know. together. Right? Or do they? Okay, gotcha. They. Well, yeah, she. I think she mentioned it briefly. Yeah, it was like mine and my husband's. But um, they were loaded because they, they, yeah, no, they, they had. They had money, nice but house, I assumed yeah. it was just but, all of her husband's money, and they just got and, married. And, well, in the book too, it's uh, she. They was could, it like real estate think, or something? I think it was something like that. I think they bought and sold. She mentioned um, it, but I can't remember what it was. Also, that painting was terrible but she runs downstairs and you see a painting of her and her husband yeah, i was like was you like... paid for that because you need to get your money back they robbed you <laughs> i'm surprised she wasn't wearing like a feathered boa <laughs> um, i was like that's so corny it, like yeah. i would hate if someone t- was like let's get a charcoal painting of ourselves i'd be like all right we're getting a divorce tonight <laughs> i love a charcoal painting of myself i don't think i have the shadowing for it um no but i know what you're saying that like how is everybody from a small town having so much success because at least let's let's take out like bill and richie who went into entertainment they don't necessarily have to go to college for that mm-hmm. uh, i feel like bill probably went to college but definitely stanley definitely uh, eddie. eddie and definitely bev those three had to have gone to college and ben and ben well maybe not eddie here's a risk analyst I feel like that's a job you, you don't really to need to have to go to college. You go too into much college. Well, I mean, like, too well, much college, like a whole full four so years. You probably only need to go for two to get an associate's mom degree. Didn't insist he at least do online college. Oh, that was probably true. Yeah. No, I'm that's not saying you didn't go to college. I'm saying you don't need to go to, like, the universities you would have to go to to get Bev's job or to get Stanley's job versus, okay. versus yeah. like, Eddie probably could get, like, an associate's degree or just go to school online. And like, have never interacted with any of his friends to get a degree and do what he does. How does Eddie leave the town? 
I did after his mom. Probably after yeah. his mom died. Well, he didn't like his mom. He just lived with her because that's his mom. But he just left town. Yeah, and but just he still like, had you know. this like attachment to her. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think. I always assumed it wasn't that he had attached to her. It's that she had an attachment to him because he's her was, son. Uh, so she like wants to be very Stockholm syndrome. Well, no, because he like he loves his mom because that's his mom. But he's like, even in the first movie, it's never implied that he's like, oh man, I always got to take care of my mom. It's a thing of like his mom's always taking care of him, and babying yeah. him because she's overprotective. And I'm sure, and in most cases like that, when that is your life, you have uh, a lot of kids that either stay home because they they don't know anything else, or, or they want to they go leave. even faster. Yeah, they want to go even faster. As soon as they get a chance, they're leaving. They're never coming back. <laughs> Especially after but, they pass away. Well, like, yeah, like, Bev didn't know her father passed away. Mm-hmm. But with Stanley, he knew his mom, Stanley. With Eddie, he knew his mom passed away. And everything like that. I'm just... But his mom passed away a year before he came back to Derry Because they ask about it. They're like, I hey, remember, did your yeah. mom pass? Like, like how, she, how she died mom? recently. Like, she died a year before, uh, a year today or whatever. So I was like, so she died recently. She didn't die so does that mean he, she left Derry? Or that, like, how did none of them... Also, where are all their other parents? Because all these other children had parents. Bill's parents yeah. really weren't a factor, though, in the first movie. But they were still there. Did they? He never come home for Christmas or anything like that in his adult life? I, I mean, don't think they live in the same place. Or they dead, too. Also, no. In fact, it's, no, wait, they don't live in the same house because Bill mentions that the kid right, that he lives gets that lives in his house. Right. Now. So, but where are his parents? That's what I'm asking. They've probably also, moved away. They're not important to this story. But no, the only also, parent that's mentioned was uh, Eddie's mom. So, where are all these other parents? How have they never come back to Derry for like a visit or a holiday or something? Because their parents are gone. They've probably all moved away or have died. People are most likely not... To, when you live in a small town, you're most likely not going to leave a small town. Look, what I'm saying is that you're bringing up characters in a three-hour movie that would have made the movie even longer. I'm just saying it's tragic. Tragic. Wait, also, none of them had kids either. Do you think that That's was intentional? I mean, they're like in their like what, 40s. Yeah, they're like early 40s. Do you think they were scared to have kids? Who is Ben supposed to have kids with? This man's had a crush for 27 years on the same person. Okay. <laughs> he was never going to get married okay. to anybody. Okay, Taking Ben off the table. That man is hella hot. You telling me he never got laid? I'm not saying he didn't have sex. I'm saying he well, didn't, that's how he's never going to get married and have kids no, no with somebody. About getting married. You know Ben's corny. He's gonna. He wants to have no, kids with the person he's going to get married to. We're talking about having little babies. And you don't need to be married. <laughs> You don't even need to be in love to have little babies. Plus, Ben's smart, all right? He's, he's you know how rich he is? You saw that well, house. He was smart, he, he he's like not just going to have kids with anybody, and now he's got baby mamas running around asking for child support. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's a responsible he white man. He does, the, he does what he needs. But I think it would have been interesting for one of them to have <laughs> kids because Did it... Did you just say he's a responsible white man? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to move past that. Um, anyway, I, I think it would have been interesting to see one of them have kids because it would have been the like frustration. Like That would have been more motivation for them to be like, oh, forget this. I'm going back home to my kids. I did see the preview where um, the kid and Bill were in the fun house. And I assumed for a moment that, that was, was his. Kid. Uh, I knew it wasn't his kid because in, the, in that preview, he says, hey, kid. I'm like, you dressed your child as hey, kid. Like, and that's how I knew it was just a random kid. He's like, hey, kid. 
Like you would address your child I, I thought as it your was name. Like a flashback or something. Mm. Like I think you're right. How have none of them had kids? I understand maybe like Bev's situation. Bill's the only interesting one because he's married. Stanley. So he's right. Stanley. And, and Stanley. Stanley too, I guess. Stanley yeah, had a very normal, normal kind marriage, of life. Normal house. I mean, they were drinking like white wine and doing puzzles. How have they not had children? <laughs> and then yeah. Eddie should have had kids. I don't think Eddie would have kids because it like they would. He's a risk analyst. He'd be he like, the nothing. odds of you having a miscarriage and or then needing a C section that could lead to your death that is super high. I don't want you. To most have likely had nothing to do with it because <laughs> he married somebody like his mother, and if they if she wanted a child's mother, she would have had. A she would yeah. It would have been like fine, fine. And then, like, with Bill, he was in a marriage, too. And Richie's not with anybody and is also gay. So yeah. I don't think he... I think that would was have been weird nice. that they never, like, he never admitted that to his friends. I, I thought at one point he was just, he was going to come out and say it, but he I didn't. Thought, like, Again, yeah, I, I think it's because the movie was already three hours and they were like, look, we, <laughs> we got to go. need another, <laughs> we don't another need Richie emotional time. scene. Richie, like, I know, Richie had a lot of emotional things. I needed, like, he needed a hug. But, like, in, like, the first chapter, uh, they each had, like, this moment of revelation where, like, where, like, Eddie was, got puked in the face and it showed that his hypochondriacness, and then he like fought through it, and then started beating up the clown. I thought there was going to be a moment where they had to, you know, give up their fears again. And that As I was saying, like, nobody has a real defined arc. A, yeah, nobody gives up. They try almost with Richie, and then they lose it. Yeah, Richie's they don't commit like, to. Bill gets his. Bill has a full arc. I feel like. I feel like Bill's kind of boring. Well, Bill, he is, but Bill, that's why he's the character they focus on the least. But Bill has this, the at least the full arc of accepting that it wasn't his fault that Georgie died, nor that his friends got roped into this. Like, it's not his, he's not to blame. And that's I his think, whole arc. Fair enough. I think the arcs just need to be, uh, had been better adjusted. My favorite scene, though, throughout that entire film, the best scene, I think. Which one? With the three doors. That was funny. That had to be the best scene. Because he's like, it had the not scary, scary, terrifying. Or very scary. Or very scary. He's like, he's he's screwing with us. He's screwing with us. And they go, he's like, terrifying monster. He's like, he's not screwing with us. <laughs> and then the not scary had the cutest Pomeranian. And that I'm turned like, into like a, a beast. And he's like, he's just a terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, love that. Cause I like, liked the scene because I like it was a callback. Um, I think. Because I, I watched the movie a second time, and on the second time, like after I'm like, all right, all the initial stuff is gone from the first time. Let me just analyze the movie for a sec. And it really does cut the drama, though, to have this like break in comedy when like this is this is supposed to be the climax. This is when everything's supposed to ramp up. It's supposed to be very like do or die time. And it just takes a minute to be like, but first, this comedy bit. And so I felt that was a little weird tonally. I, uh, it was still a good scene, but tonally, it didn't I, match I, to have it here in this spot. I, I, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I liked it because I, I do often like those breaks in tense moments when, like, it's the climax of the movie, especially when s some movies tend to go overboard with their climaxes. Godzilla, I'm looking at you. 
I never saw Ghost. Oh my gosh, Wait, don't which you don't one? need to. The last the one that got, that got released. <laughs> Both of them are entitled Godzilla. That's why I'm asking. Uh, because the whole movie don't watch the whole movie is just one big old fight scene. And first of all, the movie's not made for you, because that's exactly what you were promised. If you want to see monsters fight, come see Godzilla King mm-mm, of Monsters. This is all you're gonna get. And I'm like, all, can somebody win already? And like, that's all this important because don't look for no characters because there aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> so At least not one you care about anyway. I, I get what you're so basically, I appreciated it, that yeah, break for I that was reason. With that, because like it got like a little too much for me with like Bev and Ben. That's what a horror movie is, though. It's no, all no, tension, it's all like, day twenty four I was like, he's got a fear of dying alone. She's got a fear of dying alone. Is that why they just end up together? Because they don't want to die alone? Yeah, I didn't like the love triangle thing, especially because I was like, didn't we do this in the last movie? Look, can you just have one of them just hook up and then just be like, all right, we're done. We're doing something else now. and Just move on. I don't know. That was just she jumped uh, really quick from one person to another. Well, here's the thing too. <laughs> My issue was I'm like, aren't you married, James McAvoy? Bill, you're married. What yeah. are you even worried about? Like her, I understand that was an abusive relationship. She just left it. Mm-hmm. And Ben's single. What you need to do, yeah, and Ben's single. He was married. And apparently happily married. Like, they had their things about the ending, but it still yeah. seemed like he, like, loved his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I don't hate yeah. you. Like, I just... Like, yeah. he was frustrated in the situation. Right. He, he married her, not out of, like, oh, this person's like my mother, and Plus, personally, not out of, like, Stanley, this person's Jewish, most likely. <laughs> I think his wife... Looks better than Jessica Chastain, in my opinion. I feel like he's going back home <laughs> to a better situation than what he would have left with if no, he had I, ended I up with Jessica with Chastain. <laughs> and, like, respectfully, probably a lot less issues. Probably. She, probably. Not because of, like, the past with her father, although I, as somebody who does have him, daddy issues really stay with you. But more so, she hasn't been infected by it. So but, she's probably not having nightmares like the rest of them. But then again, they they're both bonded by this experience that they went through together, and the wife doesn't doesn't know about the that experience. Well, she knows about it probably, but she can't well, like well, relate. Now she probably does. Yeah. I'm just amazed at how all of them got time off at work so quickly. Because, like, you just I, can't do someone that. Someone compared like, what this movie. They are like, this is just like when your mama got to take off work to come deal with you because you acting up in school. <laughs> just like, oh, I guess I got to go deal with this clown. Hey, I'm going to be out for, like, the next, like, three, four days. <laughs> yeah, like, how, what, you, what kind of requests do you put in? Family emergency? Well, to be well, fair. Your parents, oh, you have no siblings and your parents are dead. A lot of them you have very high-end jobs that probably be easy to take off from because Bill's just a writer at a film set right. they don't need him so well, he can be like i'm gonna just leave no they were like we need we needed your ending like an hour ago and he still didn't well have yeah it. but he could do that like that day so, and be like all right done here's the ending i'll see y'all later well, exactly did he just give them some generic happy ending or did he just like be like okay you guys decide how did he walk that was let's let's say at minimum that was like like a low budget film that was a low budget film that is still a film you cannot just walk away from a film put it all on hold because they got teamsters they got actors they got makeup artists they got like they have all this stuff they cannot put on hold for one writer so they probably were like fine you're not gonna finish ending we're gonna finish well maybe he got fired from that job and he decided because at the end he's writing a book rather than a play he's writing the book about you mean a movie (laughs) No, he was I mean a movie. A book. I mean a, bo- a book no, rather saying, than a movie. No, Sorry, he said play, I, I said play. <laughs> um, he's writing a book rather than a movie. Um, so maybe he quit the movie business to be an author. Well, no, he was an author. 
He had multiple books previously. Oh, did he? And that's what people are saying. Yeah, yeah, books. Movie. They just said that he they didn't like the ending. And None yeah, they were books... adapting one into a movie. Oh, but they're like, you need to change right. the mm-hmm. ending from the book. And he's like, what's wrong with the original ending? And they're all like, it was just awful. It's terrible. Because <laughs> um, I... Stephen King character has one of his books on the desk. Oh, and that's right. A big like humorous thing to Stephen King. Cause Stephen King's endings are sometimes just terrible. Cause he just ends things. He does not give like proper conclusions or anything, which I don't care if you don't do a happy ending. I per- per- personally don't like happy endings too much. Cause it feels like, okay, there's a lot of real life consequences you haven't dealt with. One again, you just walked away from your job, and in today's economy, uh, and like, <laughs> but all of them are fine. Also, Richie can Eddie's take dead. off time. Eddie, like now, th- that's gonna be an well, issue. Well, Richie's a comedian. For- all he has to do no, is cancel no, some. He no, can take off again, time. Richie's a comedian, so you have to think about this. He was clearly on tour. So he was canceling so tour he was dates. Canceling tours. That means eh, his manager Hill does it all give, the time. His manager had fine. to deal with press. <laughs> uh, the companies had to give back refunds, most likely. And, like, just all this extra stuff that I always, like, think about afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, well, you have no real, like, consequences. Of course, things don't matter. All right, let's wrap it up because I'm running along battery we're, power. And also, we're, we're over we're an hour. No, I did not even realize. Probably you guys do your thing. I'm going to do some stuff to just get this plugged in. So tell your <laughs> tell your final thoughts. Uh, Jonathan, you go first. What did you, uh, what was your rating? Uh, um, letter scale. Did we do letters or are we doing numbers? We, letters. We do letters, yeah. Um, I would probably give it a B, a solid B, solid B. I'll give it a, no, B minus, no, just because of the CGI and some of the weird uh, scenes that didn't need to be, um, and that weird scene at the end where he kind of turns into a baby. Yeah, what was with that? I think it would have been so much more satisfying had they killed him just as an as normal as Pennywise. No, right, it would be and like we defeated him, you. We defeated you as Pennywise, like proper Pennywise. Instead, you turn into this weird baby, gooey baby, wrinkly. Yeah, it was real. Um, so I I'll think, give it a B minus. I'll give it a B minus for those reasons. I think I would definitely have to split the the grade. Like for the movie itself, I would have to say like a C. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ran long. CGI was a little iffy, and there were just a lot of plot holes. And some of the ways, again, I love the flashbacks, and I think they did it really well. Mm-hmm. But some of them ran longer than the actual scenes, mm-hmm. and. But, like, definitely, like, an A-minus to the cast. Because... Great, they did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. great actors. They honestly looked like themselves. From yeah. The uh, all of them, yeah, fantastic actors. Good casting. Really played well to their emotions. Some of them didn't get the justice they deserved. And some of them didn't get the screen time. Like, Mike... He deserved a little more screen time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they just made him look like... Yeah, shout out to the old Spice yeah. guy, man. Finally, people can stop calling him that and be like, hey, he's the guy he, from... He just looks like, like a crazy you know. guy in the closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the attic, not the closet. So, like, <laughs> I think they kind of screwed over the characters a little, but definitely, like, an A minus because all of them were just fantastic to to the characters they played. So I definitely think A minus for the, for the actors but like an overall C for the actual film mm-hmm. because I think it could have been done better. They could have cut things out. And honestly, they could have probably cut that final scene a lot shorter than it needed to be. 
And the way it had ended with the brazen baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I definitely prefer it. it one. That's that's yeah. what I would say. I would, I would definitely choose chapter one over chapter two. Yeah. Um, I give it a C. I feel like there's uh, the same. Uh, I feel like there's just a lot of unnecessary scenes in here that really bogged down the movie and mostly just trying to be like, hey, remember Pennywise? Hey, remember this character? Remember these things? I also things? don't think like, they used Pennywise. Really. Well, it's they, just, they didn't use Pennywise the way they should have used Pennywise. Yeah. It ended up being more about, look what disgusting creatures I can turn into or bring back to life or something like that. It's like, no, you're a terrifying clown that can open his mouth really wide. Like, that's an, that was enough. Although Fire Bev was creepy. When her whole like skull caught on fire and she's like she a just monster. reminded me of the Nicholas like, Cage that is terrifying. <laughs> but um nonetheless, it's like I feel like this movie's too long. There's not enough scenes, not enough of the characters get like enough to do or just don't get an arc. Um, despite how good the actors are, because they all do a phenomenal job, especially Bill Skarsgård. We didn't talk much about him, but Bill, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise again. I actually talked about like he's he's great uh as Pennywise. I I I still think he does a great job as Pennywise. He just like um, so. I think everyone acting was is a great job. It's just the movie could have been shorter, a lot tighter, um, and I feel like they could have done more with the adult characters if they didn't spend a lot of time trying to be like remember these kid actors and throwing them into a plot that they kind of aren't really a part of anymore. Like their their story was told in the first one. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see them as much in this one. Yeah. Um, so. That's my overall thoughts. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of wish they didn't include the kids in this one. I get just like, because it was so distracting I with the, the CGI into what they did when they did split up. Because there is that I forgot about that, but there is that gap in the first movie where they have that fight um, about Pennywise because they go in the sewer for the first time or in the, the haunted house for the first time, and they're like, "Man, screw this!" And then it does skip ahead to like a couple months later, and I was like. A couple months like okay so what's happened all this time so i'm glad that they did address that that there's like yeah there was you know this is what happened during the gap of time you know what would have been a good solution is if during the they would have filmed the first the first and second movie at the same time that would have just completely like yeah because there was some continuity issues yeah and um, they wouldn't well, have had to do the-, the clubhouse and i was like at what point did you have time to find and build this like while you were still hunting that clown because right. you only hung out that summer at least with bev because bev wasn't around and they wouldn't yeah. have had to do the de-aging too because the kids would have been the same age right so anyway those are our thoughts on it it was I a very think, long review, yeah, but I it's because we had a lot to say. And plus, did. the movie was three hours. It was three right? hours There's a lot to hours. talk about. We did, <laughs> we did almost half third, of that. In, we yeah. did one third of the movie. Yeah, we're, well, we're at 117 right now. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Trim that down. But anyway, um, um, thanks for listening. Yes. Stuff. We're getting close to the season finale of our podcast, by the way. So, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so if you've been listening all this time, we appreciate you. Um I'm mostly speaking to Taylor. Shout out to the OG. <laughs> no, we no, ha- no, 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 we have we have what like we have like uh, we, we t- like 15 to... regular um, regular uh, listeners on our Podbean on our Podbean. Taylor's alone. just the most vocal of them. Yes, I so that was Rob. I mean, Rob does too. We love you, Rob. My mom too. My mom tells me to be nicer to you guys. <laughs> shout out to Alex's mom. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to everyone who's listening to this who's a regular subscriber. Um, where can we find you guys at? Uh, you find me at Not Jerome Rett on Instagram. Um, that's Rob B. So, you know, doing my thing. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Jonathan Keys. 
And I'm at Living My Okay Life. <laughs> you can find us at, on Twitter at Usher Station Pod. Let's see if I can not mess this up. Um, on YouTube, behind the Usher Station. Email us behind the Usher Station at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at behind the Usher Station. Yep. Anyway, bye guys. Take See care. You. Bye.